0: Like, like you actually tried parkour, or it was like,
1: yeah. Well, I like guess, not, in the office no, I guess it was more like the office. Uh, parkour. my my attempt was more like the office, yeah. Michael, I uh, I was with some friends and I just kind of rolled around and in <laughs> it. And How it old were you? Uh, this was a uh, well, you know, have right to before your COVID, age, I guess. so I mean, like 47. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's funny. It's just the, the right secret sauce, you know, <laughs> right. Hi everyone, welcome back to Prevention Nation,
1: where we believe that education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz. And I'm
0: Holly Smith. Ooh, anyway, okay, so it is April. Let's pretend it's April. It's almost April.
1: It is. When you hear, when the listeners hear this, it'll yeah, be April.
0: Yeah, we'll upload this in April, which means it's It's a very particular month for us here at the Abuse and Remove Christ Shelter. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: tell me what is it?
0: It's sexual assault awareness month. Yes, it is. (laughs) Which I say with like a happy voice, but, um, it's a pretty serious topic. And I think, I feel like we're able to say that word and the words that surround sexual assault awareness month easier because we talk about it all the time.
1: We do. It's part of our daily conversation. I think it is happy to celebrate that kind of awareness, that kind of growth and progress.
0: Yeah. Um, so Roy, can you Uh, We'll we'll both, but can we give listeners just a quick history lesson on Sexual Assault Awareness Month?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, In my research and some of the stuff I looked up, um, I was uh, shocked to see that it didn't start out as Sexual Assault Awareness Month. It was actually Take Back the Night was some of the early movements through the 70s, uh, kind of starting in 1975 in London. Um, What I really liked is how it moved over in the 70s to San Francisco on the West Coast, San Francisco, uh, Los Angeles, and then it moved all the way pretty rapidly across the country into New York City where some of the biggest protests um, and marches, women's marches, were occurring.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like there was a lot of – wow, it's kind of similar to now. There's a lot of marches for a lot of things in the Mm -hmm. 60s and 70s, um, but I'm glad that people are – they were, you know, starting to stand up for those things. I read a little bit further back than that Mm -hmm. um, about the history of it. For one, it didn't officially start until – 2001 so there was no yep. name for sexual assault awareness month um but i had read that a lot of people in the civil rights movement including like rosa parks those types mm-hmm. of uh leaders in their community were not only standing up for you know the fact that they didn't have uh, all of the rights that other people did you know, um for racial
1: equality yeah yep.
0: but that uh she was they were also standing up for women who had been sexually assaulted this like intersectionality of like oh we think of uh, you know a marginalized group experiencing some sort of inequality like this one inequality mm-hmm. but no it's like there's multiple and oh, there's yeah. multiple happening at one time and uh to stand up for more than one at once is really great
1: absolutely well i mean i think it makes perfect sense when we talk about the intersection uh intersectionality is that you know a vulnerability for a racial inequality uh, or racial inequality is a vulnerability for other forms of oppression.
0: Yeah, in forms of violence. So. Absolutely.
1: Well, one thing that jumped out to me in looking at the history of Take Back the Night and the movement, the women's marches, uh, was this notion when you said about uh, what it wasn't until 2001 that we're actually uh, have a whole month for awareness yeah. around this was one of the slogans back then was stop the violence, no more silence. And I wonder, it's been 40, you know, 40, 45 years um, since 1975, why are we still so silent? Why, where does that silence come from? I mean, they were, they were addressing this issue back then and yet still we are having these conversations.
0: I think there's been a group of dedicated people that have been having these conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I think that it's like, it's hard to get everyone to have a conversation that needs to be had. Um, especially the people who are in those like powerful positions to actually make, change Mm -hmm. um like if you look at the history there's um like in 1993 was when VAWA the Violence Against Women Act was passed um Mm -hmm. so I think before then um like what language did people have to like prosecute against this or what language like who would speak up if there's like nowhere no way to speak up for people to listen to you yeah and especially with social media too i mean obviously in 2001 we didn't really have social media um, mm-hmm. no
1: no that <laughs> maybe wasn't maybe napster
0: was out. i don't know was that what it was called what, what was it napster
1: i don't know you're talking when in the
0: 90s no i switched to 2001
1: oh 2001 mm-hmm. myspace yeah
0: maybe okay anyway anyway i lost my train of thought <laughs> but napster i'm not sure <laughs> yeah uh but okay so social media um yeah. people are now feeling free to speak out as well, so I think um, maybe it's a community that has been oppressed, or maybe it's been um, some like just a little portion of somewhere where people don't feel like they can speak up. When but when nationally somebody speaks up and things are passed, that's when things actually start to change, and it gives people language. So maybe they were silent because they didn't know what to say. You know, maybe well, they didn't know something happened to them.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's really interesting because you know when we think about grassroots things, you know, grassroots mm-hmm. it starts small. And like you said, in particular communities, they had that language. They were understanding. They were the they were the people on the yeah. you know on the front lines of that uh, that change. But I think you're right. If we didn't have when they say no more silence, I think that was a great slogan at the time. But when people weren't equipped with the language, what were they to, what were they to do or even say to stop the silence?
0: Exactly. Or how would how were they to like speak out and say you don't have to be silent anymore? Mm-hmm. Like I, I just don't think a majority of people. And there's so few people that hold this, like, position of power to let other people speak almost, Mm -hmm. like, to get into the media and, you know, for things to be seen by other people. And especially communities that back then couldn't, like, hear about this kind of stuff happening. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're not in New York City, like, what are you hearing about in rural Ohio? Right,
1: (laughs) right, absolutely. But that does
0: not mean that something's not still happening, that sexual assault is not happening in those rural communities. It's happening in cities small towns farms like but there's just no one to talk to no one to hear like oh that is wrong like i shouldn't have to be going through that
1: yep and slogans i think are important i mean i mean you know in the 80s we saw nancy reagan with the just say no around substance use (laughs) and and you know it's a powerful slogan it just didn't equip people with the tools and i think you're right people in rural america um didn't have those tools people didn't have that um the same kind of Uh, skill sets and knowledge and awareness and resources that they did in new york city los angeles san francisco and london
0: yeah which is why we always see like change coming out of uh like bigger cities but it's Mm -hmm. like when does it reach the rural places when does it when does this kind of stuff reach other countries when does it reach like yeah the people that really need to hear about it because it's happening all the time everywhere all the time
1: yeah absolutely well i mean and i think that's really uh you know so when we talk about You know, those slogans and the silence and um, the language and the tools. I think one thing that's really interesting about Sexual Assault Awareness Month, when you look up uh, the uh, National Sexual Violence Resource Center, there's so much on there about sexual assault on campuses, Mm -hmm. sexual assault um, uh, in the workplace, sexual harassment in the workplace, healthy sexuality, teen dating violence, sexual violence against men. Um, These were issues that, again, there was no language around these. I mean, I think you've told me in the past a little bit about sexual harassment at work in the history of that
0: um, uh was that me
1: <laughs> well i thought we well i mean i'm not sure if it was you but i, I know, know we had a discussion history. yeah a little yeah. bit about how in the 1970s it wasn't until after 1971 that a woman could file for a uh, sexual sexual oh, harassment yeah. i think we workplace. talked
0: about that on
1: uh one of our previous podcasts. Yeah, the yeah international
0: women's day one exactly um yeah so like you just and it's kind of like accepted right so like mm-hmm. if something does happen to you you don't necessarily like you don't think it was wrong because other people are laughing, or like yeah. <laughs> I think of um, what's that show? Uh, Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like that's an I wasn't alive then, but I feel like that's probably a pretty accurate representation. It's
1: it would be tragic if it is, and I'm sure it probably was.
0: I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I probably could ask my grandma about some things, but she worked it. She I don't. She didn't work in that environment, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe it didn't happen her. But I think of those shows and just like people were laughing. And I even think of things today like we see, you know, documentaries about sexual assault or um I see some all the time on Netflix or Hulu and I'm like, I can't watch it. I don't want to watch that stuff anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> because it's Cuz I talk
0: about it all day, but
1: Well, yeah, we talk about it all day, but it's still a heavy topic. I yeah. know in my programs we've uh we've aired the movie um Roll Red Roll about yeah. the Steubenville case and I mean, it is powerful stuff to talk about that. But I just think it's I just think it's fantastic that we have even made the progress that we've had, yeah. um, comparatively around the world, when we look at, um, I pulled up uh, from the World Health Organization some woo. statistics that, uh, woo, uh, exactly, no, who like a howl, not like, yeah, you know, not like woo, woo, right? Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so in Ethiopia, um, right now we have fifty-eight percent of women experience or reported report uh, experience yeah, of sexual assault.
0: And it's I feel like it's big to report that. Like, who's asking? Who? Where is this coming from? Like,
1: right. Yeah, and continue. I think I think that word "report" is critical because, I mean,
0: who's not?
1: Yeah, who's not reporting? Not? And if fifty, if one in two women are reporting it, what? Uh, how much? How much room for error is there? Yeah, the other I'm one in marching. two is not reporting it. Yeah. So, I think that we are making progress when we look mm-hmm. in America. I think it's slow, and I can speak for myself. Even, um, I am a victim of sexual violence, and mm-hmm. when I was, uh, when I was sexually assaulted when I was sixteen. I had no concept, no language, no tools or skills around yeah. the concept of what happened to me. Nobody talked about it. I wasn't aware, and especially from a male's perspective, that wasn't something that yeah. we talked about. So,
0: and I, I think about like if you were a, a fourteen or fifteen-year-old in like my classroom. Mm-hmm. Like would that have prevented something from happening? Not necessarily, because yeah. I, we can't prevent whoever that was mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. But then
1: perpetrator's behavior is going to be perpetrator's yeah. behavior. Yeah.
0: But like the the victims of that can speak out. They can mm-hmm. do things that will bring justice to them and justice to the situation. And like you would have had words if we mm-hmm. would have been you know farther along at that point. Um, which I mean. We're still not, <laughs> there are still tons of schools out oh, there where goodness. kids don't have language for this, even though it's happening to them at 16 yeah. at, you know, you hear news stories and, and we've, we around here have talked a lot about how young victims can be, yeah. um, but it's still the same wording, the same situation. So
1: yeah. Well, you brought up earlier uh, social media though. I mean, think about yeah. a, that kid in your class today that you go and teach in classes all the time, Holly, about, uh, about consent and sexual mm-hmm. assault and teen dating violence. Um, what resources just via social media do kids have nowadays?
0: Yeah. Um, I think everyone who like the the national sexual assault hotline also has like things on social media. Like everyone has a social media account, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like we have a social media account. We're always putting Mm -hmm. out content. Um, there are national sites that are putting out content. There are people who've experienced this, who've started their own organization, like Safe Bay. Mm -hmm. Um, Which sounds funny. I feel like when they made it, Bay was more popularly used, but now it's not. But Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Anyway, safepay.org. They also have uh, social media. So it's like um, if you're not seeing this type of content and even if you're not following things like that on your like explore page or whatever, like Mm when you're just scrolling, it's become such a big like talked about issue. Um, Not that the rates are going down or anything like that. I mean, people are still reporting, which is great that they feel strong and brave enough to report but uh there's more support out there for them like mm-hmm. there's so much more support <clears throat> and it's just like a phone call or a text away
1: yeah yeah absolutely well and i think
0: our dm i don't know <laughs> yeah it, it could
1: be that too but i mean i think that you know one of the things we talked about i think on our one uh episode about the internet and uh, or even the generations <laughs> was that you know while the while the internet does make the world a um a smaller place in a lot of regards in this particular case it does i mean i can find people a community of people who can relate to my experience easier nowadays with social media around sexual assault and sexual violence
0: definitely and like yeah i just think about like support support groups and stuff I, i mean I feel like my generation and your generation and before that maybe not necessarily would want to just, like, tech, have a text group about this stuff. Mm-hmm. People are. Like, they're, they're they going on lives together. They're, like, they're doing all these things, and it's peer-to-peer instead of, like, an adult just talking to some kid or um, an older person wagging their finger at some younger person. Right. Saying. Anyway, but I think that there's just so many more opportunities to talk. And I think, you know, maybe the Internet is to thank for, like, opening up the world to talking about this more, but mm-hmm. also there are those people who were, like, the founders, the people who were, um, you know, standing out on street corners and, like, saying, like, it's sexual assault awareness time or whatever, yeah. like, week, whatever they you decided You see that in New York was. a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. those people, but it's also now online, so people are, like, being they're, – they're able to talk about it more, mm-hmm. more and more and more, and I think that's beautiful for survivors um, because when we talk – I feel like when we talk about Sexual Assault Awareness Month, it's not necessarily, like – Oh, we're we're gonna talk about it so that it will stop happening.
1: No, it's
0: no. not gonna stop happening until people who assault other people stop assaulting people. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but it it offers people support. It offers people like a place to speak out, like about mm-hmm. their story and feel comfort and like safety. So
1: I agree with all those things, and I think you know, in you know, in kind of jumping back to that uh, that '70s slogan, "Stop the violence, no more silence." I think that's why uh we've planned for the month of april that we're going to do um a series of episodes around sexual assault awareness month and some yeah. of the things that are relevant and when you brought up uh the different all the, some of the different skills or tool sets that uh that we have available to us i think that some of the topics we're going to you know address are male survivors or males uh the men's role mm-hmm. in this conversation ending violence because uh, like you said until perpetrators stop it's not going to stop yeah so i think we're just going to continue to try to provide a space to talk about some of these issues and a space for people to get resources or maybe just to be uh more informed about what the topic is and what yeah. we're doing yeah so
0: um so quick reference uh because we're in warren county our coworker gave us this awesome little card. Yes. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna read it for you guys. Um, if you live in Warren County and you need help, if you've experienced sexual assault or you just like don't know what to do next, we have. Um, I mean, our, you can visit our website arcshelter.com or on Facebook. I don't think we're on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I think we're kind of on Instagram. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So ma- definitely Facebook. <laughs> um, but also, we have a 24/7 hotline. It's 888. 888- Eight six zero four zero eight four, and actually I'll link that in the show notes yeah I think that'd be good yeah I think I, I learned how to do that So, um, but if you ever need help with I mean anything dating violence, domestic violence sexual assault, something happened you were raped, something like that call yeah. that number um, there's also a national one as well um, I'll link that in the show notes so, there are people here to listen and help and help you move forward absolutely alright
1: alright